0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the painless remodeling course that I prepared for you. I want to make sure that you guys get a good start when you start on your remodeling projects. I know how daunting that task can be, how much anxiety it causes, all the confusion and the worry and the concern. Uh, Lots of money on the line. Uh, This is the biggest investment probably you'll ever make in your lifetime as far as your home purchase and anything you do to it. So Remodeling is a very scary proposition for a lot of people, and so that's why I created this course. So I just wanted to introduce myself. My name is Kevin Beck. I'm a retired remodeling contractor and a new construction builder. Uh, I spent a lot of years, 40 plus years in the business. I've kind of hung up my tool belt now, but I'm turning more towards consulting people and helping them uh, deal with those anxieties and those fears of going through a remodel project by arming them with information and knowledge that'll help them proceed with confidence, uh, give them a sense of empowerment, uh, not to be uh, critical or combative in any kind of relationship in a remodel project, but to give them the tools that are necessary to make sure that you're getting what you want out of it. This is your home, your project at the end of the day, and there's, there's no reason that you should be coerced into doing anything or paying more than is fair in the market. So that's why I created the course. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, Please send me comments and suggestions for future courses that you guys want. I'll make sure to include those in our website and other uh, webcasts and podcasts that we do to help promote good building practices and, and good remodeling techniques for all of you. So enjoy the course. Again, thank you for attending. Thank you for purchasing the course. Really appreciate it. Appreciate your your support and everything that you do for the channel. So thanks a lot, and we'll see you in the course. All right, welcome. This is the Painless Remodeling course. It's uh, quite involved, but I tried to break it down for all of those people out there who might need the course to help them get a jump start, uh, get their feet wet a little bit before they sign any documents or contracts with anybody, because I know how... uh, how crazy that can be and how much confusion that could be for people that have not been into a remodel project themselves before. Uh, So this is for all of you. So I wanted to make sure that you understand that the course is not for everybody. Obviously, if you're a seasoned uh, homeowner who have been through quite a few remodel projects successfully, this course wouldn't make any sense for you. You've kind of gone through those tunnels before. This course is more specifically for those who may be too afraid to go into the project. They're hearing horror stories and, uh, you know, complaints from their friends and family who might have gone through a remodel uh, and weren't happy with the results. And so that causes a sense of fear or reluctance to go into a project. There's also those people who have been down that tunnel or have tried to do a remodel either by themselves or hired a contractor to do it for them and just had really bad experiences. And I'll touch on that in a little bit later. Um, Another big component uh, or reason people choose to uh, take a course like this is to make sure that they're uh, staying in their lane. Your expertise might be as a lawyer or a doctor or a teacher or a fireman, etc., Your expertise is not in remodeling, so you might want to give that responsibility and those tasks to someone who actually knows how to do it. So it is a complex uh, business. People don't realize how uh, many layers there are to the remodel cake, and so it's nice to have someone who really knows what they're doing. Uh, There's also those people, uh, clients of mine that I've had, that have been through several remodels and always seem to have a little hiccup here and there, and it might be different on every project, but they just seem to not get it right. And so I'm trying to develop something for them to give them a formula to use so that it's it's a repeatable, do these steps, and then everyone is a, a successful project after, after that. And there's also those people that just want to alleviate the pain out of the project. Every project will have its hiccups, guaranteed. I've been in this business a long time, and I can tell you, Every project I've ever touched had some issue on Sunday for some amount of time or money that wasn't planned for or wasn't anticipated. And to be flexible in the business is your key to your success. So you have to be able to be nimble and be flexible in the schedule and use alternative materials, et cetera. And we'll touch on those things. But that is one way to help you remove the pain out of the remodel is just to... Anticipate change and uh, issues that are going to come up, because they will. So a lot of your garden, uh, so why this guy? What, what's so important about him that makes me want to follow his advice? Well, I've been in this business quite a while, as I've said, uh, 40 years doing the business myself, but my family's actually been in the lumber and hardware business since the 1920s. Uh, that's as far back as the records way I could find. A lot of these old photos just give you a sense of our history. We were in a small town in Southern California, and before even the homes were built, the big tracts of homes, uh, we were established there as a, as a source for material and products for the builders. So we knew right away how to take care of contractors, what they needed, how to build a house properly, et cetera. You know, Grandpa was a builder. Grandma was a builder, actually. Uh, and here is grandma right here this is my grandmother Nani uh, as I knew her probably picture taken in the 50s uh, early 60s perhaps but this is the first uh, friendly face a customer saw when they came in the front door my grandmother Nani but anyway this is how I remember it back in the 70s this was the lumber yard that I saw as a kid and hung around and played in all those building materials and Ran around everything and made it the whole yard was like a maze to me. So I played in it as well as worked in it So out of high school, uh, I wanted to get into film, but I actually had sawdust in the veins. So I eventually became a contractor like those before me my dad and my granddad and a lot of my uncles were all builders And it was just natural to me and I loved doing it. I love solving people's problems uh, handling their, their design issues did lots of additions, lots of kitchens, lots of bathrooms, and discovered over time that uh, I was pretty good at it. actually won a few awards for it and really uh, took pride in the quality of my work and the, and the friends that I made along the way. What really got my juices flowing though was teaching others how to build properly. So I really got jazzed about being able to reach out and work with young builders and my peers to give them advice and suggestions about How to build the house properly, how to take care of it, the concerns you should have as a builder, what to look out for. There's a lot of stuff in a home that people don't really realize uh, could be harmful to you if you built the house wrong or put the venting wrong. There's a lot of stuff on the home performance side of things uh, that a lot of people, including builders and architects and designers, don't really realize. So I got heavy into home performance and green building and really wanted to make my mark on helping to build a more sustainable house a house that performs a house that doesn't harm the occupants hurt the occupants or have any adverse effect on those who are inside of it but anyway that's kind of my pathway through all of this uh as i said i I just you know went from contractor to educator to trainer to consultant and that's kind of where i'm at in this point in my life now um but it turns out uh i had a job as a as a as a building science uh, expert for a, an energy company, and I got laid off, which is neither here nor there. It's was probably a, a blessing in disguise. But now I find myself kind of looking at the industry around me and the remodeling industry and the Facebook groups and all these other groups that keeps me connected to the business that I love, remodeling and building. But then I kept seeing these messages on Facebook and other groups of these homeowners and others complaining about their projects and these quotes i've clipped out and snapped pictures of and i didn't want to reveal who they were i didn't make them up these are all actual uh pretty recent too i tried to only, only back one year because i didn't want it to be ancient stuff but you i just kept seeing these complaints of these people uh, unfortunately going through projects and always getting Uh, discouraged or complaining about what they had just been through or what they're going through. Uh, I'm not going to read these verbatim, but you can see here, you know, things I should have done, right? And then you, here's another one. I hired a contractor, but the relationship did not work out, even with the due diligence that they did. Because there's a certain amount of uh, steps you have to take, right, to ensure that your team is the right one, the right fit for your project. But it doesn't matter. It seemed like no matter how hard they tried, uh, it didn't work out. And I think some of that is not just the hiring process, but the steps you have to take and maintain after that. So I think that's where these people kind of lose their way. Here's another one. Poor poor uh, couple here, a fiancé and I are trying to build their first home together. What a monumental effort, and then they get burned, right? They don't know where to start. They don't know the right steps to take. So this kind of gets my juices flowing. How can I help them? How can I give them a map to go from A to Z, right? Because that's all they have to do. They don't need to be the experts, but they have to get there somehow safely, and they, they feel uh, comfortable. This one is a really discouraging one for me because if you read it, I'll leave it up here a little bit, but they put up $65,000 hard earned dollars of theirs to a stranger. Um uh, for the upfront what the builder called a deposit now you have to really do your legalese research here but that sounds very illegal to me uh there's certain percentages of a contract that they can actually collect up front but anyway this is one i kept hearing over and over and over is this ghosting uh they're not returning my phone calls they're not returning to the job site no one's showing up to complete the work it's half done they got their last payment and they're taking off and they're not answering the phone etc cetera, etc cetera. that just irks me as a builder uh to hear that this is what's happening in today's marketplace you guys should not be suffering this way uh there's a couple more this was probably the last one it's you know, the perfect storm and it does happen you might have you know a couple of guys out your supplier you know, you know the truck blew up on the freeway or whatever Uh, bad weather you know all that can compound very quickly on a remodel project and really throw it uh, for a loop so you have to kind of be flexible but you know obviously perfect storms do happen Uh, you know if you're a skipper on a boat you just have to deal with it right as best you can so I'm trying to reach out and give those people the tools that they need and you're sitting here in this course right now getting this knowledge so that hopefully you'll have more respect for the business as the remodeler yourself and also as the contractors who you bring on the site. Um, You know, this is a big one too. A lot of people feel like they were deceived or the deception of the contract or some promises were made and not kept. And I see this over and over and it's, it's a little bit of fault on both sides of the fence, as I see it, because the homeowners could do a better job at reviewing contracts a, and understanding what they mean and also being clear about what they expect at the tail end or the, the, the scope of work, right, or the details within that scope of work. The contractors, too, could probably do a better job of outlining the scope, outlining payment terms, outlining uh, when things are triggered and when things happen. So there's a, there's a synergy there that has to happen, and when it doesn't happen, you get really bad complaints like this and people you know, calling lawyers, which is a shame because that's just going to make things worse. So that all fed into my idea of creating this course, some condensed version of something that I could give to folks that will better arm them, because what you don't know can definitely hurt you, especially on the remodeling business. In new construction, it's a little easier, right? Because you're actually looking at a plot of land or or some dirt and you can you can scrape it down, you can shave it off, you can, you know, clear the metal, whatever you have to do to build your pad for the home. You can even dig the hole if you're going into a basement. But on a remodel project, you're going into something that's pre-existing, and that's kind of the scary part of the proposition. People don't really understand the the mystery or the gray side of the business, which is what's behind the wall. So sometimes, uh, if you didn't know, uh, what you don't know can hurt you, right? You could uh, close up a gas valve in a, in a wall somewhere and it develops a leak over time and then that gas builds up and bada bing, bada boom, right? Some things can happen that could adversely affect not only you physically, but perhaps financially. You need to get stuck in an inspection later on when you're trying to sell and the inspector calls out all the stuff that should have been done And you didn't do it because you weren't aware. So that all stuff can affect you uh, on the physical and the financial. But definitely your budget will be affected if you don't know how to navigate the tunnel. And the budget I'm talking about is not only for the sinks and the faucets and the gallons of paint and all that. But the budget of the contractors that you're bringing on board as well. If you're not careful about the selection of those contractors and what their tasks and duties and responsibilities are, it may affect your budget uh, adversely. You might be spending too much for a professional you don't need or too little for one that you're going to have poor workmanship later. So there's this, this monitoring of that barometer. So any of these things you know, collectively uh, or independently can affect the success of your project. Right, And the whole goal of the course is to make it uh, successful, right? We want to get through the tunnel uh, and be proud of what we've done at the end of the tunnel. We don't want to be, you know, scarred and beat up and feel like we got our head pounded against the pavement and all that. That's that would be a bad thing. The goal of this course is to arm you so that you can take what you know and learn it in your pro and use it in your project. So I had to evaluate, okay, what would be a good thing to do? I, I there's no way to teach you how to be a good contractor, right? Uh, it would take years to give you all the information and the knowledge and, and push it into your head, and, and you would hate me for it. You would just you would turn it off in five minutes and not not feel like you needed it. But I just wanted to show you really quick, and this is just a quick list. There's probably thirty other items I would throw on this to be a good remodeling contractor, right? Because it's not always just about the trade skills, right, or the paperwork or the contracts, but it's also the psychological part of the whole business of working with 30 different subcontractors and 20 different suppliers and all those people that work at those places and interjecting and interacting with those folks to make your project successful to make your job or your project as painless as possible so i just wanted to give you a quick list here of you know what a what a real course would do but i'm not trying to give you a a, a course on how to be a remodeling contractor. I'm trying to give you a course on how to survive a remodeling project and going into it enthusiastically with confidence and feeling empowered like you know what the heck you're doing. So I want to arm you with some terminology. That's probably the key uh, negotiating levers that I think homeowners don't use enough. And it's very quickly to learn. There's very some key terms that I can guide you through and it'll be in one of the modules uh, to quickly go over this so that you feel confident when you're having that conversation with the tile setter and the plumber and the roofer and the guy that's digging the trench and the guy that's you know painting the eaves, etc. All those trades respect you as the remodeler when you can actually use the right terms and you're using them correctly and in the right context. So that's a big one. I'm also going to help guide you on to not only how to assess a potential contractor to work with, but also how to hire them properly, what kind of uh, work and contract relationship you're going into, the expectations of that relationship, and how to maintain a positive and successful relationship once they're hired. Very easy to do, but you, it's not just the hiring. People do that and all you're doing is hiring the person that built the website basically. You're not getting into the nuts and bolts of that builder. So I'm going to try to pierce that veil and get you right in there so you know who you're hiring. I also want to make sure that I'm providing tools for you to use because all this knowledge that I'm spewing out is just, you know, spewed out information. But if you don't have anything that you can use at the end of the day and plug into your computer or your phone and use right there when you're walking the job site and take notes and check things off, etc., then I haven't done my job. So I want to make sure I'm giving you those extra tools that you can use. I also want to make sure that I'm preparing you for understanding and reading the contracts you're about to enter into. Uh and they're big ones, right? I mean, people I mean, I used to sweat trying to buy a new car when I was younger and you know, am I gonna be able to, to afford it? And it's like back then the car, you know, new car was, you know, twenty thousand, thirty thousand dollars, and now it's I don't even want to look at the stickers now, but that was a huge purchase now if you think about a remodel on a big home or a big scale remodel you might be into the hundreds of thousands of dollars and that's a big commitment it's a big set of liabilities and responsibilities and if you're not doing your your part your due diligence to review every single contract that you're entering into you're putting your job your your house at risk your family at risk your finances at risk you know, all your assets, et cetera. So make sure uh, you tune into that module specifically, because I want to make sure you really understand contracts. All right. So what did I put in there? Well, i give you a kind of a glimpse of some of the materials I'm going to slap in there. But let me, let's just go through them really quickly so you understand what I'm throwing in there uh, so that you understand the value that you're actually getting. I'm doing about Uh, roughly two full hours of narrated uh, training sessions here on various topics you know ranging from going right right from the beginning what is a remodeling project versus a renovation project sometimes they happen at the same time sometimes they happen independently I go really into detail on how to prepare your house prepare the site for a remodel we talk about budgets and costs timelines and schedules how to stay flexible but firm on schedules working with home designers and architects not the same uh individual but they both can accomplish the same task and i'll go through that a little bit more in detail in in that module then i go into building codes and regulations what do you need to do aside from just the aesthetics uh, to make sure the project runs smoothly through the building department Uh, we'll revisit the staying on time and on budget that's just as you're going through the project you're maintaining and you're monitoring that progression uh, through the remodel project tunnel, uh, so that you stay on time and on budget. Because if you deviate, you start adding days, weeks. Now your budget just incrementally increased. Uh, in module nine, we go into a lot of detail on the unexpected. Uh, like again, like I said, it's uh, it's not uh, if it's when because it will happen. I want to make sure you're prepared for that. Uh, Module 10, we talked about the final steps, and then I want to make sure I threw in some extra little bonus materials for you guys. So I put in plenty of also checklists, uh, timeline, Excel spreadsheets, uh, sample letters to contractors, sample contracts. I put in some specifications for uh, high performance home construction, etc. So all of these things I wanted to make sure that you had as the owner of this course to use not only today but for every project going forward I also want to make sure that you're that you know that you're on the list to receive all our newsletters any bulletins we put on the website etc you're on that list to see those materials first so again thank you for that all right so are you ready to get rolling we have lots to cover here so I will see you in module one thanks again everybody I'll see you there